Okay, so guys, welcome to episode 27 of the Humanity Jiu-Jitsu podcast. I'm here with that fella that runs the zombie-proof jiu-jitsu thing. You may or may not have heard of it. You know, it's a, it's a very small fucking YouTube channel. It's very minuscule. <laughs> Ken Peters. What's up, Kent? <laughs> hey, how you doing? Thanks for having uh, me on. Uh, dude, thanks for... Uh, dude, it was a fucking... Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, the backstory for me getting Kent on the podcast, it's a... Uh, a bunch of trials, tribulations. The most key one being, I asked him nicely. <laughs> that's, that's, that's all it takes, right? <laughs> well, dude, um, the power of please is uh, very underrated. 100%, man. Well, dude, you, you've never just gone up to Blackthorn saying, uh, please give me 20 stripes on my belt? No, but I made the mistake of asking a black belt to roll once. See, I, I didn't know that that wasn't, like, acceptable. So uh, I'm not going to name names, but I was at a seminar and after the seminar, I walked up, I was like, hey, bro, can we roll? Like I, you know, I'm self-taught. I don't really get to roll with any black belts. And I guess you don't ask Brazilian black belts to roll. Dude fucking mangled me. Like it was awesome. Like I, I really enjoyed it. But afterwards they were like, yeah, man, you weren't supposed to ask him that. That's why he was so hard on you. I was like, I didn't even know he was hard on me. Like, I assumed I'd get my ass handed to me like that anyway, right? But it was mm. uh, it was pretty cool. I've never been fucking handled like that. Yeah, I don't really like that mentality where you can't go over and ask a black belt for all. That's, no, that's a lot of shit, in my no, opinion. I, I, don't, I don't have that at all. That's why I didn't understand, but that's how I learned anyway. Fuck mm, that I'll, shit. Uh... No, I, I want all my students to be comfortable asking me to roll because, fuck, mm. I love rolling. Yeah, dude. And, you know, if you're so fucking high and mighty that you can't, like, someone of a lower belt can't come over and ask you for a role, like, you miss the whole fucking point of uh, humility dude, and all that and, shit. And, you know, I think, like, with some people, it's just been ingrained in them. Because this dude was fucking pleasant. Like, this dude answered every question. This dude had a smile the entire seminar. And then he just rolled really hard because of that. And it was it was weird. I didn't really notice he was rolling extra hard until I was told because I just assume like that's how black belts kick people's ass. Right. But, um, mm. yeah, I guess it's taken as an insult in the culture. I I don't understand it or agree with it. But fuck, man, I think sometimes even good people get sucked into stupid traditions. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I, you know, it's just just the way people are sometimes, you know. Yep. Uh, so, so Kent, do you want to tell everyone where you're from and where you train? And uh, no one, nobody should assume it's Nova Scotia because you'll get a very upset <laughs> and he'll, he'll cry in his sleep. <laughs> yeah, so I'm from Cape Breton Island in Canada. It's uh, it's on the east coast of Canada, and I train at Zombie Proof Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. I, I started the club as a blue belt because there was no training around here. And I've been running it ever since. It's uh, it's a nice little place. Got a teeny tiny little YouTube channel, and uh, my Instagram following is okay too, I guess. Mm. And let's not get started on your clothesline. That's uh, very meager yeah. at the moment too. Yeah, <laughs> got nothing going on there. <laughs> yeah, man, Calvin Klein ain't got nothing on me, bitch. <laughs> you know what? Like, hopefully someday I'll be able to say that and mean it. But right now it is just a small business, but I, I enjoy it, right? I love what I do. Mm. Wait, see, there's one thing I don't understand about people who like flex that they wear Calvin Klein stuff. Like you have another man's name on your underwear. What's the big deal? <laughs> you know, I, I'm really all about comfort. So I am an underwear connoisseur. 
I, mm. I have like fucking 30 pairs and Calvin Klein ones. They actually are pretty comfortable, but the best ones I've found are Saks, S-A-X-X. And mm. they have like a pouch inside. So it's like a sack for your sack. I'm telling you, man, fucking oh fantastic. Like if they don't sponsor me yet, they fucking should. Cause I've definitely sold their underwear for them. Oh, dude. Uh, man, I remember I used to listen to Bill Burr's podcast the whole time, and he'd always have a sponsorship read for MeUndies.com. They had, like, this <laughs> fucking microfiber material where they would make farts not smell or something like that. Jesus. I shit you not. That's amazing. <laughs> well, I guess you wouldn't be shitting me at all if you were wearing them. Oh! Or, or, if, you're wearing a, or if you're wearing an adult diaper or some shit. I don't yeah, know, really? <laughs> no, you know what I've been doing lately in my videos? I, I drink a lot of energy drinks, and uh, I'm figuring I can get sponsored by a company if I just force myself on them. So I'm like, uh, I'm tagging NOS in every video. And starting yesterday, I started filming with a can of NOS on the screen. And I'm just going to say, like, unofficially sponsored by NOS Energy Drink, and then <laughs> hopefully try to fucking strong arm them into sending me free product. I drink enough of the shit already. I might as well get it for free. Mm. Uh, see, uh, one thing one thing that might work well in your uh, favor. See, how about when you're in the middle of recording your next technique video? Like, okay, so guys, we're going to do this fucking, uh, fucking, I don't know, darts from 50-50. But guys, there's one key thing that w- this war- move will not work if you neglect this one thing. And someone <laughs> you got a banging NOS energy drink. Yeah, just have someone throw it to you from off screen. <laughs> crack it open. You have to use NOS energy drink to make this Darce work. Fuck 50-50. yeah. Dude, I just filmed like two things like that yesterday. Honestly, I'm, I'm going to go hard on them and see if it works. All right, guys, if you, are you, do you keep getting caught by he looks at 50-50? <laughs> Here's how you escape. Not energy. It lubricates yeah. your leg and you can escape like Wagner Roche. Buddy, I'll fucking, I'll make that video. I like that idea. Oh, uh, well, man, you have to send me $1 for uh, the fee for coming up with it. Just, <laughs> yeah, just if I get sponsored by them, I will. <laughs> send me $1 in sponsorship money. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, wait, well, how's the, how's the exchange rate? It'll probably be like 30 cents or some shit. I'll get yeah, dude, I don't even know. The Canadian dollar's worthless because our prime minister's worthless, so... Fuck no. Yeah. Justin Trudeau, isn't he like a red belt in judo? Like, man, you're useless, Justin. Stick Bro, him out, get more I, belts. I hate him. I, I don't know. I, I got nothing good to say about him, so I'll just keep my mouth shut. Not a yeah. big fan. Yeah, I have I haven't heard much about him, but like he's very memeable. Like he gets memed a lot. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely good at uh you know, doing dumb shit. Hmm. Ah, well, maybe maybe it's all just a front by the fucking Illuminati to make Canada weak. Very well could be. It's working. Dude, look into it. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. See, that's it. Now it's like, let's get the Instagram questions up real quick. Cause Perfect. There were, some, there were some really fucking good ones up here. See, uh, what's it? Ask him about those sweet bail cutting techniques by oh, Ten Panic Fuck. Fuck. Yeah, everybody pisses on me about that. So I, I started a TikTok account and I was just fucking around with it. And now it has like 84 fucking thousand followers. <laughs> Dude, oh like it doesn't even make sense, right? Because all I did was cut open a bale of hay and people went fucking nuts. I, I just had one go viral two days ago. It has 4.4 million views. My, my most viewed video has... Uh, 27.3 million views 
Doesn't even make sense. Doesn't even make Man. sense. You accidentally became a TikTok sensation. Yeah, but it pisses me off because I spent like fucking nine years making jujitsu videos and I'm like decently fucking known. Now I spend like nine months cutting open hay and I'm fucking famous. It's the stupidest <laughs> shit. Well, dude, like uh, you, you can't choose when the lightning will strike. It'll just strike. Uh, yeah. Hopefully some of those fuckers watching me cut bales just decide to buy some gear or some shit. Yeah. Have you ever considered going into making your channel about farming, zombie-proof farming? <laughs> really, though. I, I'd probably be better off. Uh, so, guys, here's how you cut a bale of hay from bottom side control. <laughs> See, and that's the thing. I'm not even cutting the bales correctly. Because correctly isn't interesting. I'm cutting them wrong, but I'm cutting them around the top edge. And people like that my knife cut goes right back into where my knife cut started. People are fucking strange, bro. It's like that weird satis- It's like that weird video trend of like satisfying yep. videos of people like cutting up soap with hot knives. That's all shit. it is, man. That's all it is. Everybody just keeps coming. Oh, that's so satisfying. And I'm like, all right, cool. Thanks. People are just clicking like, oh, I've got an itch to scratch. <sighs> I'm telling you, man. I don't know if they're beating off while they're watching it. But like, I don't know how anything could be that satisfying. Oh, man, you should take that as a compliment, if anything. I, like, let's, let's I try. I, I don't know, man. I, it's just fucking strange to me. Mm. I don't find anything that satisfying unless I'm watching jujitsu. Mm. Oh, man, you say you got pissed off about that, but it's better to be pissed off than pissed on. Yeah, yeah, really, though. I mean, unless you're into that kind of thing. Uh, no judging, but that's fucking weird. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, here's here's uh, that's it. How do you wear a hoodie under a gi? I can barely wear a ho- wear a gi, let alone a hoodie with it. By Drew Phoenix. Yeah, bro, that's um, I I used to tell a different story every time. Like I was just making shit up because I thought it was funny, but um, I tore my AC joint. I ripped it right off the bone, and I just started wearing a hoodie because I didn't take any time off. So I didn't want to spend the fucking three or four months or five months rehabbing. So I went back to class two days later. I just put on a rash guard, a T-shirt over the rash guard, and then a hoodie, hoping that I'd stay warm enough that I wouldn't re-injure it. And by the time I healed, the hoodie was a habit. But now, would people ever, like, fucking choke you with the hoodie? No, I mean, like, I'm, I'm pretty good. So nobody really gets a chance to try. But, I mean, if I was rolling like a Jake McKenzie, I, I'm sure he could. But, uh, no, like, people don't really... People don't really try that. Mm. Just say a baseball back choke from like a neon belly would work with the hoodie. Yeah. If they could keep neon belly that long. Yeah. No, hundred percent. I, mm. I just, I don't care. Like when I'm wearing it, if you grab it, I don't get mad because realistically I'm wearing a fucking hoodie. Right. So it is what it is. And a lot of my students accidentally grab onto the sleeves because they're used to gi, right? A lot of my guys mm. train half the week, gi, half the week, no gi. So it does get grabbed a lot. It is something I'm used to, but I'm still kind of doing it because, like, I'm 37. I'm not healing as quick as I used to, and I don't want to get injured. So wearing the hoodie for me now, like, I'm used to it. My cardio's used to it, and I feel warmer. I feel safer. I haven't really had any serious injuries since I started wearing it. So, like, I'm not trying to start a trend or anything, even though it does look fucking super cool. Mm. Uh <laughs> But, uh, yeah, man, it's just, I think it's just part of me now. Mm. I imagine it looks even more super cool when you have the supernatural survival gear tie-dye gi underneath. Affiliate link below. 100%. I appreciate that plug.
Oh, man, there's actually a guy in my gym who fucking absolutely loves you. Like, man, he wears all your gear. He's, he fucking shares all your YouTube channel, all your YouTube videos. He's constantly sending me technique videos. I'm like, just you wait, but just you wait, bro. Just you That's wait. That's great. I love that. <laughs> Yeah, but see, he's not on Instagram and stuff, so he won't, he didn't ah. know yet. I'll just send it to him on the slide. Like, hey, bro, uh, get all this. Perfect. See, like, for me, it's still so weird because even though I do come off really cocky and I do come off like I, – I do. I like myself. I do. I like myself a lot. I'm very comfortable with me. I think everybody should like themselves a little more than they do. But um, it is still really weird for me when people, like, you know, like when I have, like, a fan – you know, like that's, that's strange. Cause I'm, I'm so normal. You can message me absolutely anytime and I'll have a conversation with you. I'm not really like, I'm not better than anyone. And I don't, I don't know, man, like I'm cocky and I'm conceited and I do love myself, but not in a way that I knock other people down. Like, I don't think mm. I'm better than anybody. It's a weird feeling. I, I have a lot of self-love, but at the same time, I don't think I'm cool enough to deserve fans. Does that make sense? Mm. No, see, you know, there is a myriad of difference between being, like, happy with who you are and being, like, fucking full of yourself. There is a huge difference. Yeah. Hey, you know, you just got, you got the, ha- you got the happy medium in between hating yourself and loving yourself. <laughs> yeah, fucking uh, Craig Jones' brother and me talk all the time, and he messaged me one time, uh, what was it, BDE, and I had to Google it, uh, Big Dick Energy. Apparently, it's a fucking, <laughs> it's, it's a saying where you're, like, you're so confident in yourself and it's called big dick energy it's like a a slang thing and mm. yeah i guess that's what i got yeah quick quick thing who is your number one pick for bde in the jiu-jitsu community like the best jiu-jitsu dude who has the, yeah. the big dick energy man yeah right now like my favorite guy to watch is craig jones for sure because he's he's killing it and his game is so it's just always going, man. And he's so down to earth. Like the other day I did a breakdown and he fucking shared it. Like it, it's just so he's, he's the same way that like, he's just so normal, you know, like every time I message him, he talks to me, he's just such a normal dude. And it's, it's cool because he's also so good at jujitsu, you know? Mm. And I really try to emulate his game because I love legs. You know, I got, I got a foot (laughs) fetish. So, uh, man, I, I know exactly what you mean. Like, every single submission win I have in competitions with an ankle lock because I fucking love them. They work. Yeah, bro. That's wicked. <laughs> uh, but see, uh, while we're on the topic, you say you talk with Craig Jones' brother a lot. I doubt he even has a name anymore. People just like, oh, Craig Jones' brother, <laughs> Craig Jones' brother. <laughs> That's why when I did the breakdown, I posted, like, <laughs> rumor has it, Adam Jones taught Craig this backstage before the event. And he fucking, <laughs> he fucking loved that. <laughs> All right, but I'll tell you something funny. See, uh, one of my brother's friends just as an in joke, like he has my brother listed in his contacts as Andrew's brother, just as a fucking, <laughs> just as a fucking piss take to him, even though he's That's his friend. Wicked. That's wicked. <laughs> oh man. See, uh, what's it? Oh yeah, that was, you you were doing that uh, submission underground entry. Was that with the the Wagner Rocha one or the Vini Magalhaes one? Because I can't remember how far back that video was. Uh, the Wagner Rocha one where he underhooked the leg, pulled it forward and got it. I, uh, I didn't do the, the leg break one. I'm not sure Ooh. why. I, I think we were in the middle of the fucking actual lockdown. I couldn't get anybody to train with me, but uh, now I, I got, yeah, now I got a few friends that are willing to break the law with me. 
Just like, you fucking ingrates. I gave you a stripe a month ago and you won't even come train <laughs> me, you fucking bitch. Dude, the fucking fear-mongering on this virus is so serious that people, even though the numbers around here, like we, I don't even think we have any active cases in my entire province. And people are still out wearing face masks and like literally terrified. And I, I think the average age of people dying is 83 and the average or the lifespan in Canada is 82. So it's like people fucking, they're already past their lifespan. And that's what everybody's freaking out about. I, man, I don't know. I don't want to get into that because I, I think I sound a little heartless when I talk about it, but I'm, I'm just ready to get back to real life. Right. Mm, I know. See, uh, while we're on the topic of all the fear mongering, great job, mainstream media. Good job. Yeah, job. really though. Really though motherfuckers yep i see what the fuck was i gonna say as i forgot uh if i if i forgot about it, it mustn't have been important that's what that's i said what about I always that. say that's what i said about that mount escape last time i competed what's this one yeah how does it feel to be the creator of the sickest gear by burger loves jujitsu ah, i love that guy um it's uh it's interesting because it was an accident uh, supernatural survival gear was never supposed to exist. I started, uh, I got in an order of zombie proof gear from a company and I had great dealings with this company. I got a lot of their gear, but then this order came straight from a factory in Pakistan and the gear sucked. It fell apart. The, uh, the crotches were ripping out of the spats. The, the threading was bullshit. And I don't know if they just got a bad order. Cause I know that happens. And that's why I never named the name of this company because I, I don't shit on other companies like that. But the gear that showed up, I was disgusted to have to give like sell it to my students. So Ugh. I started going around factory to factory. I finally found the right contact and uh, I started ordering gear in. And I, I just I didn't want to call it zombie proof gear because I knew that only zombie proof people would buy it. It wouldn't sell well to other people knowing you're buying club gear. So I wasn't even really thinking about selling it like worldwide at the time, but just like local clubs. Right. And, Hmm. um, so I called it supernatural survival gear and people started messaging me on Instagram asking to buy it. So I got one of my tech savvy friends to put a pay site on my, on my website and people just started buying the gear. So then I just started ordering more and now I have a fucking actual company. It's pretty fucking wild. Mm. god damn man you became a successful clothes seller by accident whoa yeah yeah i know like well all of this was accidental like i i didn't mean to become an internet guy making technique videos i i had a fucking man bun and i was wearing a wife beater well like a a cut off sleeve shirt and can't do it i'm telling you camo tights and i filmed a fucking i filmed a technique video just with one of my students and it went like I say viral, but it only had like 50,000 views. So I I don't know what level of viral that is, but I don't like half the people sharing it were kind of making fun of what I was wearing. The other half were saying that this technique would never work, but I ended up getting like fucking, I think I got like 800 followers off of it. And I was like, fuck man. Like all I have to do is make technique videos and people will follow me. All right, cool. I'll make more technique videos. So everything with me was really an accident. Uh, oh, dude, that's uh, that's fucking quite the story, dude. So, yeah, dude, I got okay. thick skin, right? So the more people pick on me, the more I do it. Like, you don't like my tights? I'll wear fucking tighter tights. You don't like my tie-dye? 
I'll wear more tie-dye. Dude, I love the tie-dye. Anyone who shits in the yeah, tie-dye can fucking fuck right off. Telling you, tons of people do. But it's it's not everybody's flavor, but they're just boring. Ah, uh, dude, like, uh, a gi is an extension of your personality, and if you want a tie-dye gi, it just shows, you know, it shows you're a closet homosexual. Exactly, man. All the dicks, bro. Exactly. <laughs> How many people are just going to be gasping <laughs> suddenly? Like, oh, well, I never. Yeah. You know what, though? That's another thing. Like, being offended these days, it's kind of stupid. Like, you're a grown-ass person. Things that other people say shouldn't affect you like that. It, it To me, being offended over stuff so silly. Like, dude, I have gay friends. I have tons of gay friends that are totally fine. I, I actually get hit on quite often by... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're quite... <laughs> dude, um... dude, I'm telling you, I, I had some shit said to me by guys that I totally understand why girls are, like, disgusted by their DMs. And, uh, like, to me, none of it matters. I don't care if you like guys, girls, fucking horses, whatever the fuck. Just be a good human. And people who get offended by shit, they... They just need to fucking toughen up. Like, it's it's kind of stupid this day and age to get offended by silly shit. Like, and here's the thing. Here's just the most fucking, like, a re- stupid reason. Like, uh, offense is, like, given. It's, like, taken, not given. Like, uh, you could say something to, like, you know, you could say one thing to one person. They won't care. You say another, and it'll be, like, the fucking apocalypse and shit. It'll be, like, yeah. a spat in their face or something. Like, Yeah, man. Like, here's the and thing. most people that get offended, they get offended for someone else. That's yeah, what exactly. Me off. It's, it's not like, like they're personally offended. They're offended because they feel like your words are going to offend someone else. And that shit, like secondary offense, like fucking grow up. Like imagine, just imagine the ridiculousness of fucking that, like a jiu-jitsu scenario. Like, oh, dude, you know what? I don't really like heel hooks. How dare you? Richie over yeah. there loves heel hooks, and yeah, your words are violence to heel hookers. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> fucking basically 2019, 2020, right there, summed up. Ah, uh, look, see, uh, I'll say, like, uh, here's the thing, like, uh, lots of people like shit all over Donald Trump and anything. Like, one good thing he's done is he's like revealed all the fucking crazy people. Do you know what I mean? Who are all like, who are like literally, go, who literally have like psychological fucking impairments. Like they can't mm-hmm. even, like what's it? Um, that's it. They can't even like comprehend that someone could think differently to them. And if someone does oh, think differently man. to them, it must be because they're fucking evil at like yeah. a basic level. That's Dude, I've ter- I've never seen such just ridiculousness. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm just I'm older and I'm noticing it more or. If it is actually different, but people are just so fucking fragile these days that it's kind of shocking to me. Mm. Yeah, that's why I say to everyone, do jujitsu because you know you'll see what really matters. You know. Yeah, man. Like, f- fair enough, you get uh, offended on behalf of other people, but yeah. you're getting fucking strangled right fucking now. So deal deal with the task at hand. Yep. No, it's well, great because it always puts life into perspective. Like you always feel better when you're rolling. I've never rolled and left unhappy uh, unless I had a terrible roll, which still doesn't really happen because even bad rolls are still rolls. Like you're still, you know, I'm still there. I'm still present. I'm still learning. So I, I just fucking love jujitsu though. Like, I don't know if everybody loves it as much as I do. I'm like still as addicted as the first time I got subbed. I mm. uh, would say, it's the way it is for me is because like uh I didn't have like any like sports I liked when I was growing up like me had, either 
We had hurling, you know, hurling. It's like f- this ridiculous sport over here in Ireland. It's fucking You're chucking a stone. Yeah, we're hitting like sticks with a stone and like we batter each other. It's fucking ridiculous. And rugby, which is like American football before American yeah, football. Yeah, yeah, I, play, I played rugby for a full season. I was fucking terrible. <laughs> well, not as bad as I was. Yeah, I was a hooker. I was a really bad hooker. Oh my God, dude. So was I. Hey. Hey. We were both prostitutes. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, what's it? Uh. That's the next one. Uh, soccer. We always did that in PE. I was like, I always had to be the goalie because I was the worst person there. So, yeah, I was a goaltender in hockey. I probably would have been a goaltender in soccer too if I played it. I don't know. I think it's just I didn't have a problem. I don't know if my reflexes were bad, but I didn't have a problem with people shooting shit at me. So, ah mm. uh, man, and you know, see, I didn't really have any friends either growing up. But then when I once I went to jujitsu, I was like, I fucking like this. I'm yeah, semi good at it, and the people here are tolerable, so I'll just stick yep. with it. And, no, you know, it's good because addictive. all the different groups in jujitsu, like you, you know, like at one point you can have Muslims, Christians, fucking like law enforcement, criminals all on the mat at the same time. And nobody gives a fuck. And that's the best part about it. Like it literally like, uh, see, oh, that dude, I don't give a shit that he's black. I give a shit that he keeps fucking triangling me, the bastard. Yes, yes, exactly. It doesn't matter on the mat. And it's fantastic. Like, and you know, that's, that's one way to prove, disprove, like, uh, do you know all those, like, racist dudes who are, like, uh, think they're, they're superior? Like, okay, roll, get, get to roll with a black belt from a different race. He was superior. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, 100%. You're not going to be very superior when you get your fucking head choked off. Uh, well, you may have choked me there, but on average, yeah. my, my, my species is superior to yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. fascinating theory so yeah what's it oh oh my god this is a great one i can't believe i didn't get to this fucking question sooner uh <clears throat> have you noticed new powers since rocking the mullet yes actually yeah every time i walk past women they turn their head and look the other way oh man no my uh, my wife yeah. hates it i i get i get some interesting comments on it but uh, see i haven't went full mullet yet like right now i just i got a serious thing going on in the back but i'm waiting for the back to grow a little bit and then i'm actually going to get the front cut and styled so it's like an actual full-blown mullet oh dude do you yeah. ever play like a uh, Metal Gear Solid? Your man Snake and that has a proper awesome mullets. No, no. See, I yeah, it's funny you ask that. I the last time I gamed besides World of Warcraft on PC was uh, PlayStation One, and Ooh. today I dude I just went out and bought a PlayStation Four, <sighs> and I bought um what game did I buy? Uh, Fallout. Fallout seventy six or four? Yes, seventy six. Oh, dude, uh, do yourself a favor, throw that game in the bin. It's fucking horrible. Ah, oh, motherfucker. That's Dude, the only game I bought. There is a whole fucking litany list of the disaster that game was. It's it's like a... Motherfucker, a, listen. How dare you? <laughs> why didn't you tell me this an hour ago? You didn't fuck. You didn't tell... You did not. Well, you couldn't... Why didn't you fucking just bring it up? What the fuck? bullshit. This is bullshit. I thought we were podcast. friends. This fucking podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> you should have saved up for PS5. <laughs> motherfucker that's what the person at the counter said but i want to st- i want to play now like since since i'm at the point where rolling is basically illegal in canada because canada's a bunch of fucking pussies uh, i, I have a little more free time so i'm gonna do a little bit of gaming just to see if that fills the void and um 
I, I'm just looking for an RPG because I'm a super geek, right? So I just, I didn't know what to get though. So I just fucking bought this and fuck. You're going to have to send me a list of RPGs and I'll, I'll go uh, through them. Oh man, I have an extensive PS4 collection. I'll send you a list of the good shit. Perfect. I don't like any of the, the army games and the shooting and shit like that. I, I just like, I don't know, man. I'm a geek. So mm. whatever, whatever you got in that aspect. Uh, dude, so you, you don't want to play Metal Gear Solid 5? I don't know. I've never played an army game that I liked. Oh, uh, well, that's more of a sneaking game and stuff. You're sneaking around like Afghanistan and shit. And, you know, you can do action stuff if you want, but it's fucking really difficult when you do. So it's like, it's possible, but it's very difficult if you do that. Okay, well, this is what I, I'll give it a try because I think that everything's worth trying to see if you like it. Oh, man, it's like $10 on the online store. Like, you, if you oh, have good well. internet, you can buy and download stuff. Yeah, I do. I got the good internet here, which is amazing because I don't even have cell phone signal in my fucking kitchen. I live out in the middle of nowhere. Ah, uh, man. Uh, but uh, I say it's very handy living in Cape Breton sometimes, although you might have to erect a sign saying not Nova Scotia. Yeah, fuck that sign. Now, I don't know what it is, man. It's just everybody from Cape Breton denies that we're Nova Scotians, even though Nova Scotia is the province. We don't care. We're Cape Bretoners. Uh, dude, I totally understand because, see, Ireland, like, we're not in Brit, we're not English, we're not part of Britain, we don't fuck with that shit. So if someone ever makes a mistake, we get so fucking pissed off because we fought, weird, we fought for ages. It? Like, we actually fought for ages to fucking, you know, not be a part of them. So fuck them. So do anyway. you get offended if people call you Scottish? Like, is that, is that oh, one no, of the offensive the Scottish, things? The, the Scottish are fine. Like, okay. it's, the Eng it's just English. Fuck English. Yeah, gotcha. You know, like, here's the thing. I remember this last year. There was there's this really good black belt in Ireland called Tom Halpin. He's fucking yeah, amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I follow Tom. Tom's wicked. Dude, Tom's the man. He used to teach no game my gym. He's a fucking killer. And see, uh, what's it? Uh, this guy put up a, like a, a picture of Tom with four other. Uh, he was with four English black belts. He's like, oh, guys, at the recent ADCC, four British athletes have made the round. Oh. And every fucking comment was, Tom's not British. He's Irish. Tom's not. Tom is Irish. We're not British. <laughs> Fuck you. And then he issued a fucking statement there saying, I am mistaken. Tom is from Ireland. <laughs> I'm <That's> sorry. <laughs> Good. You should be sorry, motherfucker. That's something yeah. worth getting offended about. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Oh, man. Uh, dude, we have a good question here. So, uh, what was your journey like and what was the most memorable moment from a man who was mostly self-taught? Uh, fucking long. And um, I, I'm i okay with it at jiu-jitsu, right? So I always wonder, and this is one of the bad parts. Like, I always wonder if I would have been a good competitor if I had a coach that took as much interest in me as I do in my students. Because, like, just... Uh, even being self-taught, I've had uh, uh, a pro welterweight champion uh, or a pro bantamweight champion MMA fighter. I've had an amateur welterweight champion MMA fighter. I've had IBJJF gold medals. My uh, my students have won super fights. My students have won absolute competitions. Like I have purple belts that have beaten black belts in competition. You know, so I, I, I always wonder if I would have been as good had I had a coach that, you know, coached me the way that I coach my students. But, I, you know, it's something that I'll never really know. I'm 37. I have three bulging discs in my back. I have uh, a torn meniscus and a low blood flow area in my knee. So I'll never be a competitor, even though I, I do think I'm going to try to do some competitions this year. But 
I'll never be as good as some of the dudes out there that have working bodies, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, but my most memorable moment was right near the beginning. I was taking uh, traditional Japanese jujitsu and motherfucker. I thought I was king. Like I thought I was a beast. I was wrist locking <laughs> all these fucking old men. And we were doing like hours worth of kata and all this shit. And I thought I was actually learning UFC. And then a few of my buddies asked me if I wanted to roll with them. We were just going to roll in their living room on carpet. And they had been like actually practicing UFC. I just did that air quotation thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember getting fucking can openered. And I, I truly thought I had the answer for it because I was doing all this wrist lock and bullshit. And I just got killed. And that's what made me realize like traditional jujitsu was bullshit. Uh, I started training judo right after that. And I was just watching videos, you know, like I would clip like shit out of uh, jujitsu magazines. Like it was that there was like not as much stuff out there. It was when YouTube had just begun. So like there really wasn't many ways that you can learn. So I was ordering in Gracie books and I, I, you know, it was, it was long. It was weird. Like I, uh, I wouldn't want to do it again, even though. It's the only reason that I'm good at breaking down videos now, because that's how I had to do it. Mm. But see, yeah, it was a fucking see, journey, that's for sure. See, you brought up like, uh, oh, what if I would be a good competitor if I uh, if I was taught the way I teach? See, I think it's actually kind of a good thing that you went through that, so then your students don't have to like you learned all that. So you're like, yeah. okay, like it's not like. You know, like you, you, you went through that. They don't have to, and now look at the results you produce. So many, so many good people. So that's that's clearly an upside of it. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's good for me because it, it's it's validation that everything I've done has worked. You know, like when Jake McKenzie said, "Kent, man, I think you're black belt level right now." Like I would grade you to black belt. Like that was like, that was emotional for me because being self-taught, it's hard to put yourself in the right spot. You know, so seeing my students come up and then they go into a competition and my white belts are beating blue belts. It's like, fuck, maybe these guys are supposed to be blue belts, but I was only a purple belt at the time. So, you know, it was hard for me to find affiliations that would work with me. And, you know, it I had a great guy coming up right until I was a brown belt. And then we kind of drifted apart because I wanted to work more towards business and you know, it was just, we had our differences and then I ended up going with Jake. So I'm part of GFT right now. And I'm very thankful because Jake's been around since I was a blue belt. He's been doing seminars at my club every year. Um, so I've been lucky that I have like people coming in to do seminars. Like Oliver Taz has been coming pretty much every year. And I'm lucky in that regard. I try to get as many seminars as possible. And this year I'm going to start going out and trying to do some seminars my own. I, uh, I have a few in the works down in the States. If, uh, if Canada ever stops being fucking idiots, they got this 14 day quarantine bullshit where if I go down and teach a seminar, when I come back, I have to chill in my house for 14 days to make sure I don't have that fucking stupid virus. Ugh. I know, man, I'm not interested in that bullshit. Yeah. Thanks for not saying the name of it. I don't want to get demonetized. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're not even allowed talking about it, are you? No, you're not even allowed to say the, the C word. That's insane. No, like, apparently you'll actually get demonetized. Like, I, I, it's fucked up, man. That is fucked up. But what do you do? It's all political these days. I think yeah. at this point they're afraid to say that it wasn't as bad as they thought it was going to, and they shouldn't have bankrupted our economy. 
Uh, like, we shouldn't have made 60% of people go broke, so 1% of the population wouldn't die anyway. Like, yeah. maybe yeah, that wasn't age. such a good idea. Yeah, maybe, maybe that was a mistake. Oh, yeah, Ooh, I tell you, we really jumped to screw the pooch on that one. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah, let's just play the long game and pretend we made the right decision and let everybody slowly come back and then act like nothing ever happened. Mm. Yeah, uh, last question for from the Reddit and stuff. Do you have any advice for someone approaching their blue? Blue belt? Fuck. Yeah. Uh, just keep rolling with people at white belt and, like, blue belt. Uh, if your coach is watching and they think that you're getting close to blue, but they haven't placed you on the blue yet, so this is uh, two parts. If they don't know if you're 100% blue yet, beat all the white belts while rolling. And, and like, I don't know if you want to get close to your coach while you're doing it, but let him see you do it and do good against other blue belts. Like, in my club, you don't get a blue belt unless you beat every other white belt on the mat. It's just how my club is. It's just the way I do it. Um, and then if you're wondering about knowledge for blue belt, honestly, man, whatever you know, if your coach gives you the blue, that's where you're supposed to be in his mind. Um, there's 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 a good way of approaching it. Like with my students, I have a competition game plan and then a 10-year plan. My competition game plan is I get them really, really good at whatever they were naturally going to be good at. And then my 10-year plan is by 10 years' time, they should know everything and be black belt. But if I can get them that competition game plan as a white belt, they'll win a fuck ton of tournaments. They'll be really, really good. They'll be deadly at one thing. They'll still end up learning everything. But they'll be so motivated by winning a lot that they won't leave. It's a good retention tool. So, like, I had this white belt, Adam, in his first two weeks, I said, all right, man, you're going to be a guillotine guy. So I just started getting him study guillotines, learning guillotines, and he went into his first tournament, and he had four guillotine wins. Second tournament, he had five guillotine wins. So now he's a blue belt, and he's put me to sleep with a fucking darts choke before. So it's, you know, it's beneficial for us because now we have a dude, he's only a blue belt, but he has a brown belt level choke game. So, you know, I get to practice against that. And when I go to other clubs, I'll have, you know, skills against that. I think all clubs should do that. But who the fuck am I, right? Mm. You're only the great Kent Peters. Like, ah, you're, only, you're only that. I love throwing the the before my name. It makes me feel good. Oh, man. I started, like, uh, say, my nickname in the gym is Humanzi. Like, that's where Humanzi Jitsu comes from. And nice. see, uh I started calling myself the great humanzy, just like a bit, <laughs> bit of auspicious air about me. Perfect. <laughs> and I talk about myself in the third person, like the great humanzy has no time for you. The great humanzy <laughs> wants to with you. That's wicked. Uh, the great humanzy is doing that tournament. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so guys, we've reached a segment of the podcast. I like to call around the specifics, just a bunch of random questions, some about jujitsu, some aren't about jujitsu. So, Kent, do you want to do a round of specifics, bruh? Yes, sir. Let's do it. Awesome. So, Kent, what's your favorite gi? Uh, Supernatural survival gear. Camo gi. Not sponsored? <laughs> it's my own company. I know, dude. I'm just fucking with <laughs> you. I'm well aware. Go uh, and buy two, everybody. No, buy three unless you're a fucking pussy. Yes. Buy one for yourself, one for your wife, and one for your kid and shrink it in the wash so it'll fit him. That's what I'm saying. He looks actually. I think I have a few kids. One, so message me. I'll hook you up. Mm, so man, uh, dude, I have the mental maturity of a child. Will the gi fit? Yeah, it will. Awesome. I can be fashionable and comfortable at the same time. I got you, bro. 
Nice, Salman. So, uh, who's the most famous person you've ever rolled with besides Jake McKenzie? Oh, um, shit. Uh, oh, this is hard. I, I don't know. Like, um, Oliver Taz, uh, no. Um, Wendell Alexander, maybe. Man, Oliver Taz is going to get so pissed off at that. Oh, am I not good enough for you, motherfucker? No, no, but he is. But I don't know if he's the <laughs> most famous. He should be because he's a fucking beast. Um, fuck, bro. I don't know. That's that's a horrible question for me because I, I don't know. Maybe uh, Hobson Moore, I think. Mm. Uh, no, dude. I'll send that clip to Oliver Taz. Oh, Just, yeah, he's going to love it. And he I'll knows I love him. He won't be I'll upset. I'll chop it up to make it look like you're, you yeah. made him. Like, no, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, yo, could you just say fuck Oliver Taz into the microphone real quick? Yeah, fuck Oliver Taz. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, man, uh, what was your favorite TV show growing up? Fuck, that's a real good one. Um, Dude, I'm terrible with this shit. I, I really don't know. Maybe uh, news radio when I was younger. Oh, is that the one with Joe Rogan when you had yeah, hair? Fucking, yeah, man. Joe Rogan when he was a young comedian. He was fucking hilarious. Oh, man. What was his name in that show? It was Joe. <laughs> That's easy to remember. <laughs> Newsboy. Oh, fucking Joe off the fucking news radio. <laughs> man, wasn't Andy Dick on that and didn't he? Yes, really he pissed? was. Yes, he was. And Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman. Oh, shit. Phil Hartman. Holy fuck. I forgot oh, about him. Dude, it dude. was a wicked show. Man, he was the best fucking part of Early Simpsons. His fucking yep. Lionel Hutz and fucking uh, yep. what's Troy McClure. And, and he got uh, he got shot by a jealous wife. Hey, man, that, that one was such a bitch because she shot him while he was asleep. Wake yeah, him up and try to fucking... shoot him. Yeah, right? Like, fight the dude. Fight him. Be fucking yeah. fair. Fair he fight, you dumb you shit. Fuck. Fight with honor, you stupid bitch. <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, try he looking. See, uh, what's the most embarrassing injury you've ever had, whether it be jiu-jitsu related or not jiu-jitsu related? I pull my groin every goddamn winter. I I'm terrible. Every time there's ice, I fucking like it's it's always a stupid thing because I'm really good at not falling on ice. I have a good ice walk, but if I don't see the ice, one of my feet will hit the ground, and then I'll do like a half split and I'll pull my groin. Like my first. <laughs> Bro, my first super fight, I had a pulled groin, and I was like, it was terrible because I was trying to pretend I wasn't injured because I didn't want to back out of the fight, but I should have, and yeah, it was fucked. Yeah, imagine getting banana split isn't very pleasant. No, bro, and it happens to me all the fucking time. I have no idea why, but I pull my groin constantly. God fucking damn it, bro. I know, I know, I I know. You have to send me a video of what that ice walk looks like. Is it just something Dude, like... you got to pretend you're like a fucking penguin. I know that sounds stupid, <laughs> but when you're walking on ice, you put all your weight on one foot, and then you put all your weight on the other foot. Because if there's no directional, your foot won't slide. So it's just all the weight going straight down. Dude, that doesn't sound ridiculous at all. Penguins are the shit. Yeah, no, I know, but you look ridiculous doing it. I get made fun of pretty much nonstop. Yo, they'd be like, yo, motherfucker, you got something to say? I'm going to hit you with my flippers, bitch. <laughs> yeah, if they, if, if they got problems, they can take it up the flipper. Yep. Mm-hmm. See, so, uh, what's it? Uh, what's this one? What the hell? 
Can you hear me? I was just talking to my little girl. I just heard creepy whispering. I'm like, is this a horror movie from the 90s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she came in and she was like, Dad, can I play the piano while you're doing your podcast? <laughs> like, yeah, fuck. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, man, that's that's funny. See, uh, what's it? If you could ban one guard or position from competition, what would it be and why? Oh, if I could ban one thing from competition? Yeah. Close guard, because I hate it. Mm. Yeah, it's the amount of white belt matches that just end in close guard stalling is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, close guard's boring. I hate close guard. I mean, I just, I don't know what it is. I don't like, I, I just, when my students get in close guard, I just say close guard is lava. And then they just have to stand up. <laughs> Whoa. And, and I know, yeah, man, they just have to stand up and deal with it. I don't care if you get subbed on your way up. You're not allowed to stay in low and close guard unless you have the toesy pass mastered. And um, some of my students do. Some of my students are miserable with it. I'm a toesy passer. But uh, for the most part, stand up, get out of guard, and start passing. Mm. Like, well, man, uh, I never thought of that, just saying uh, this, this position is lava. Yep. Fuck it. Don't stay it's, there. It's stupid. It, it's like that episode of Community where there was a school-wide game of The Floor is Lava. <laughs> It, it makes sense when you think about it, though, because how many submissions can you do from inside closed guard on your knees? None. Is there many passes? No. You know, what What can you do from there? Nothing. You could just be in fear for your fucking life. Stand up. I you don't can care slam how many, in MMA. Yeah. I don't care how many times you have to stand up before you get good at standing up. But I'll send you one of my matches where I just literally, I just stand up. And it was in no gi. And I stood up so hard that I lifted the grown-ass man right off the floor with me. I just, dude, I just stand up. It's just what I do. Uh, just, you're like that MMA fan, the bar. Stand them up. Yeah, dude. And when I say it, I fucking mean it. You know, and I've said it in competition where I'll yell at one of my students. I'm like, stand up. And they stand up and then they lose. And I'm like, you did it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, what's it? Uh, do you have any nicknames or fighting names in the gym? Nothing. My name's just too easy to say. No one calls you Cunt Peters as a joke? Dude, three people did. Two of them are dead. One went to jail. I'm not even kidding. I'm not making it up. It's like there's a curse. And once Ooh. I tell people that, nobody ever says it. And it's true. I, like the two people that said it, both of them are dead. It's the weirdest fucking thing. Jesus Christ. That's uh, uh, dude, right. Right. Is that not spooky? Because I think Madden, that's spooky as hell. That, that's like the Madden curse. Yeah, bro. Something whacked about that. Fucked up, bro. Let's see. Do you have a favorite song to roll to? Uh, support by Deadmos. Oh man, I I love asking that question so I could just get new music and shit. Cause yeah, I'm... I have an iPad or a little um a little iPod like with the old school iPod. And well, I like that... the the Rolly one, like where you yeah, like it was the teeny tiny little fucking one where you didn't even have words on it, and I only have that song on it. So when I go <laughs> competing, I just put my big headphones on and I just listen to that one song on repeat, and like literally that's it. That's the only song on my playlist for a competition. Ah, uh, well, if it works, it works. <laughs> yep. Oh, man, uh, let's say you had a time machine. Where's the first place you travel to? Like a first time histor- machine? Yeah, first historical period you'd hit in, in your visit. What the fuck kind of question? This is insane. Um, shit, man. That's a wicked question. I have no fucking idea. I've never even thought of that before. Um. Dude, I don't even know. Because, like, if you think about it, you go back in time anywhere, you're getting fucking killed. 
<laughs> like I, what? I mean, really, like if you go back to like the Wild West, you're going to get killed. If you go back to medieval times, you're going to get killed. If you go back to fucking to see the Shogun or anything, you're going to get killed. Like, where the fuck could you go? Like, where would you well, go? If, if you're an idiot, maybe. I go. I go back to the. Dude, fucking what are you gonna? Are you gonna hide? Where? How are you I, gonna dress like them? What are you? You explain to me how you're staying alive. I don't know okay, where you. Would all go. right, I'd go to ancient Greece to the Olympic events, the wrestling they events. They kill you, I'd, bro. I'd walk around naked and fucking they do an Eminem. Look at that dude. He doesn't. He doesn't look like us. His body's shaped differently. Whatever. <laughs> he, they don't. He hooks weren't even invented back then, so I have the upper hand. You know what? You go back and heel hook a Roman, I'd be pretty proud of you. Alrighty, I, I'll, I'll record it too. Video <laughs> yeah, then you're gonna get killed. Nah, fuck that noise. The great Humanzi what shan't die to some fucking <laughs> Roman legionary. Perfect. Exactly, man. Do you have a favorite philosophical quote? Uh, off Van Wilder. You can't take life too serious. You never get out alive. Mm. Uh, dude, uh, I have a really good quote. By me, by myself. <laughs> it's a uh, fucking. Uh, I'd rather have a bad day on the mats than a good day off them. Fucking right, man. It's hundred percent true. And then I have another one. It's a don't start leg fight. You can't leg win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's also true. Mm. It's it's so true, my friend. The leg lotches. <laughs> my friend. You my got friend. to get the position. Yeah, my friend. So position, position, my friend. <laughs> Oh my God! Do you have a what's the worst movie you've ever seen? Oh Jesus! Ah, uh, the cab slicer that tore my fucking knee. Fuck the worst, you, Drake. The worst movie, like film. Oh, movie! You said the worst move. Ah, uh, fuck, movie. Man, see, here's the weird thing. I love terrible movies. Ooh. Um, like I love like shitty, shitty movies. So, um, the man with the screaming brain, with Bruce Campbell. Uh, that was horribly terrible. Um, Enter Zombie King. It's a bunch of Lucha Libre wrestlers fighting the zombie apocalypse. Um, Terminal Invasion, another Bruce Campbell one. Man, like B movies, like the shittier the better. That's that's my cup of tea, bro. That has got to be the best fucking answer I've ever gotten to that question on the podcast. <laughs> Finally, someone a connoisseur of crap. I, lo- well, I love this it, shit. You know, because if you watch a a normal good movie these days you can pretty much pick out the ending right like if you have a brain to you you'll sit there and you'll be like fuck that guy did it but when you watch a truly shitty movie you have no fucking idea what's going on that my friend is bliss Hmm. oh man i actually like some so shit is just so formulaic to these days like see i actually have the greatest murder mystery story ever it's on like uh, one of my instagram tvs i'll send it to you it's the most intriguing murder mystery of this century I seen a movie the other day. Well, not the other day. It was months ago. But Knives Out. Just see the advertising for Knives Out. Yeah. Best movie I've ever seen. Well, it's like uh, Cluedo and shit. Like, oh, yeah, who does yeah, it? Yeah, it's like Clue, man. I, I love it. It was it was amazing. I was sitting there and my wife was like, you're in your fucking glory. It was just a great movie. I loved it. Probably wasn't mm. that good, but I loved mm. it. See, uh, my favorite shitty movie. It's Basic Choice, but The Room with Tommy Wiseau. Never even heard of it. Oh, dude, it's so... F- uh, I'll, I'll go over it just so quickly. Uh, this guy named Tommy Wiseau came right the fuck out of nowhere. He somehow has a millions of dollars to make a shit movie. No one knows where the fuck he's from. No one knows how old he is. And no one knows how he got this money. Some people have theorized he won like a sexual harassment lawsuit or that he sold jeans to Koreans or some shit, whatever. Nice. 
And he made this movie called The Room, and it is fucking garbage. <laughs> like, man, he's like, you've probably seen the rooftop scene. He's like, I did not hear. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. That's fucked, bro. I never even heard of that. And man, like, he, he, he it was just so inept. He recorded, like, two fucking film. He recorded on digital and film because he read a book on how to make a movie. And it said, you might want to record the film on digital or film. But he was like, oh, digital and film. I, I record on both, my friend. Nice. Oh, dude. And here's the saving <laughs> grace. Here's, like, uh, sorry, I'll shut up about it after this. So... <laughs> In one scene, he wanted there to be his character, Johnny, to have a flying car in the background. And when they're like, well, why is there a flying car in this fucking black, in this like romance movie? He's like, uh, maybe he is vampire. (laughs) What the fuck? He have flying vampire car. He vampire. That's insane. Oh, God. Sorry to gush about that fucking terrible movie, but (laughs) (laughs) okay. So we have a bit of a moral conundrum here if you're up for it. Sure, give her. Would you rather cure cancer or solve world hunger? Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I really don't. Yeah. Like, that's that's a tough one. Like, uh, probably cure cancer just because I'm from the camper, uh, cancer capital of the fucking world. But, I mean, world hunger would have been nice, too. Hmm. Ah, uh, well, you know, they're both pretty good causes. So, uh, you know, I won't begrudge you picking either one of them. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with the cancer one. Mm, tap cancer out, eh? Uh-huh. Yep, that's what we're going to do. Mm. Uh, that's a pretty good account, by the way. Tap cancer out. They're like a nonprofit. They're really good. Yeah, yeah, I've been following them for a while, I think. Dude, they, I, I bought a patch off them and they sent me like a bunch of shit. They sent me T-shirts and stickers and stuff in the mail. Nice. Like, a bunch of free shit unprompted. I'm like, thanks so much, guys. So yeah, cool. Yeah, that's, that's cool, man. So, yeah, uh, in your expert opinion, do you think you could pull off a handlebar mustache? 100%, yeah. I got a <clears throat> badass mustache. I'm just not allowed having it. Uh, well, the, the missus is already letting stuff go with the mullet. She's like, if you get a handlebar mustache, that's it. Yep, that's it. That's the end of it. I, uh, I had a mustache. Well, I let my beard grow a little bit. And then I shaved everything but the mustache, and she got home. She was like, nope, go, get rid of it. So that was it. That was the end of it. Uh, man, uh, one of my friends, he, he, had a, he, had a, he had a big, luscious beard one time, and uh, he shaved everything off except for the little Hitler stash, and he waited for his family <laughs> to get home and see how long it took him to notice. Oh, yeah. No, it was, like, pretty instant for me, and I, yeah, it wasn't cool. Hmm. Uh, dude. Uh, imagine if she let you grow the mustache, grow the mullet, and dye it blondes, Joe Exotic. Well, that's that's what I, I wanted, just to keep it for, like, videos. Just keep it a little bit. Because a mustache in the video with the mullet, I thought it would get views, right? But no. Mm. No, it didn't work. Yeah. Yo, guys, I call this fucking technique the Carol fucking Baskin Lock. <laughs> there we go, man. See, I, I'm okay with being a hillbilly. I, I just, like, to me, it's totally fine. Mm. Uh, it's Hill William, thank you very much. We prefer, we prefer <laughs> to be called that. Nice. Oh, man. So, yeah, uh, if you were president of Earth, what's the first law you'd enact? Fuck, man. I'd have uh, capital punishment via hanging for any rapists, child molesters, pedophiles, violent offenders, 
I would just clean out the fucking jails. You done anything heinous, you're getting killed right away. We're not feeding you no more. Boom, done. Ah, <clears throat> uh, dude, I won't begrudge you that. That's a pretty fucking good idea in my books. See, uh, did you hear about that shit in New York? Like, because of because of uh, the virus, I'm not going to say it because I'll get yeah, demonetized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll fucking, they fucking actually let out, like, six fucking sex offenders who are, like, yeah, bro, very that's, violent. That's like, fucked up. Like, that's disgusting to me, so... You know, shit like that. Like, I, I would literally have them put down and they'd just be hung as cheaply as possible. Hung or shot, whatever's less, I don't know. And then uh, I would have them displayed downtown with their crime stapled to their chest. So everybody that's considering being a fucking pedophile or a rapist would see that and be like, yep, no, I'm good. I'm good. Because mm. yeah, let, Let's, let's not do that today. Dude, we're letting people get away with these fucking crimes to the point where they know they'll just do like, a few years in jail or whatever, like, no, nah, man, fuck that shit. Let's kill these people. Mm. Uh, man, I had a really fucking funny joke there. I fucking forgot it there. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, firing squad is a bit too dignified for pieces of shit like that. So hanging's all good in my book. Yeah, I'm cool with it. I, I don't I mean, care either way as long as they suffer. Mm. Ah, well, suffering builds character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah well to live is to suffer as they say ah fuck ah man what would you describe as your jujitsu spirit animal fuck that's also a good one I don't even know like an angry sloth <laughs> well I've never seen an angry sloth I'm like, no me either but I think that's the only way to describe it I, I'm slow but I don't know I'm persistent I, like dude I, I honestly I don't think there's an animal for me Man, did you know that slots are killed more often than not when they come out the trees to take a shit once a week? Really? Yeah, that's the only time they're ever in danger of being killed because they're hanging on the trees, they're like green because they never wash, but once they come down <laughs> to the floor to shit, they get fucking marked on. That's crazy. Dude, it's fucked up. <laughs> All right. All right, so last question from the podcast. was the most important lesson you've learned in all your years of training jiu-jitsu? Oh, fuck. Losing doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't at all. It doesn't matter if you lose in competition. It doesn't matter if you lose on the mats. Uh, Jiu-jitsu isn't life or death, you know, and, and people who take it super serious. I'm cool with that because I don't like to lose, but losing doesn't matter. You know, like when you're out there, don't take a loss personal, because all it means is that at that moment, you chose the wrong move for the game your opponent was playing. Mm. Uh, man it's pretty it's pretty good man see uh so guys if you we've reached the end of the podcast if you want to follow kent on anything it's at the kent peters and at zombie proof jiu-jitsu and at supernatural survival gear mr yes, three instagrams fucking hell yeah oh there's more <laughs> than that bro i got like fucking seven. Oh man if i have to no, plug no. all of them God no damn. no it's fine it's fine but listen if anybody wants to message me feel free man like i said i'm nobody i'll message you back i'll talk to you about jujitsu i'm pretty cool i think i am my mom likes me Ah, uh, man kent if kent's mom likes him what can you hey, say that's that's what i'm saying it's a judge of character right there man like fuck yeah, man, it is a pretty telling thing if your own mother doesn't like you. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so, Ken, do you have anything to say before we shoot off? No, this has been fun, man. Thanks for having me on. Oos.